0: Sweet Caroline. Ba-ba-ba. That was a completely different key. It doesn't matter, it's a ba-ba. tried at least.
1: No, well, th- 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 it does matter. Have you listened to the song?
0: No. Yes. Sometime.
2: <sighs>
0: this is 8-Bit, episode 32, Always a Little Bit Elitist, on Sunday, April 14th, 2013, and now, It's Not Our Fault... This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker with guest Tyler Johnson.
1: Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. You still have the wrong key. I don't care if I have the <laughs> wrong key.
0: I'm not a music person. I'm just a guy who likes to listen to music. <laughs> I'm a music major. I'm sorry. I
1: have to be persnickety about these things.
0: For the last 18 years, you've had to be persnickety about it.
1: Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like an old couple. That's Whatever, me. girl. <laughs> I just realized how how much like an old couple we sound just with them on a band that goes. You're gorgeous.
3: You're gorgeous.
0: <laughs> so, Ian, <laughs> have you been up to anything interesting this week?
1: Um. Few things, though it's been more stuff that's been happening to me, but it's been more just stressful stuff, and I won't waste you guys' time for
0: venting. Oh, I'm sure our listeners love to hear you vent.
1: <laughs> Did we go over this a couple weeks ago as well? Probably. <laughs> um, just a few things, then fine. I'll I'll, I'll vent a little bit. Um, wonderful week. By wonderful, I mean crappy. I seem to have become life's new favorite life's favorite new toilet to poop on. Um uh, found out towards the beginning of the week that Alicia um the gal who I was dating and who I'm currently waiting on, her dog died and it wasn't being put down. It died from a seizure um and died in her arms. So that kinda sucks for me because it makes things harder and it was just I, I knew the dog to like the dog, so that was that. Um little later on in the week found out that someone who we knew from high school died from melanoma. Um, and then Friday was, well, we'll just say it's a stressor that I cannot, probably shouldn't disclose for legal reasons. So oh, uh. not fun. Not fun. Um, however, on Friday, other, well, other things that were happening on Friday, tests, I had a test, I had a quiz, I had a paper, and I had a sophomore review for my music major where I got sat down in front of a panel of a few professors and they asked me a bunch of questions. And they um, told you you couldn't sing. No, actually, they never told me that. If anything, they told me that I would sing well enough that I could actually finish the major.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but no, it was just they decided whether or not I actually got to continue on with the music major. And it, it was more than anything. It was just to keep up the good work. Thing. So. Hey, that means that once you graduate, we can ma-
0: be a duet. Um, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are
3: going to stardom.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> If Bieber can do it, so can I. Well, then you'd need to get like give people crazy tattoos with pens and show up at the Prime Minister of Canada's house with overalls on. I'm not sure you want that.
0: Um, right. Fine, uh, we'll send them there in boxers. Yes, the Prime Minister glassier. will fall in love there with we me. Go. So I've had a fairly uninteresting week, though. Um, I was just kind of doing really productive things all week, like staying in the uh, computer science lab all day and doing awesome computer science stuff and getting stuff done and not playing video games because I've played like a total of two hours of Tomb Raider this week and that's it.
1: Yeah, I I understand completely.
0: Oh, and then on Friday actually there was uh, the I Heart Female Orgasm um, sex ed (laughs) thing. That was was a good presentation. Those guys were funny. And then uh, last night was the drag show, which was fun. Nice. And
1: on Friday night, he per, uh, put what he learned into practice, if you know what I mean.
0: Uh, I wish I had gotten to. Unfortunately, no. You need to work a little harder then. I try.
1: Well, I mean, it's going at whatever pace she's comfortable at. Exactly.
0: So. Which is what I learned on Friday. There you go. So, huh. Ian, who's our guest today?
1: Our guest is my friend, Tyler Johnson. Hello. Um, what, you, what do you want us to refer to you as? Because I know sometimes it's Frax, a lot um, of the time it's Tyler. Yeah,
3: it's just whatever you like, Frax or Tyler. Okay. I, I'll refer, I will answer to either. Can we call you Moose? No, that's the other Sir guy, Moose? though. That just makes things confusing.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah, this is the friend who, um, through whom I met Moose, the guy who was our guest last week. Awesome. So, Crazy things. So, yeah. Crazy things. Crazy fun things.
3: I won't answer to that, because that would be confusing. <laughs> Very
0: much so. I understand. Would that be like me trying to answer to Bigfoot? Basically. Or me trying to answer to man? I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely thin. Hmm. I would eat you up like a cookie. <laughs> I'd eat you up like a Popsicle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I see you guys need a, s- a separate room. I'll leave you alone. For
1: a little while. <laughs> We are in separate rooms. That's the sucky part. I sucky. see. <laughs> yes, emphasis on
3: frustrations. Long-distance relationship. I understand.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. So uh, let's. We're gonna. We're gonna grill you with our many questions. Interview. Oh God.
1: Millions of questions.
0: How already. did you get into video games?
3: Well, um, for the longest time, I was never able to like actually have video games, um. My mother was always really, really against it. So the most I could ever have was a Game Boy Pocket for, like, quite a long time. Um, I had – which games did I have for that? I had Pokemon Blue version because that is that is that that is the superior version, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, I had uh, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, and that was hard as hell. I never beat it, ever. I've never beaten it. I don't know where it is. And honestly, to hell with that game. I love you, Star Wars, but that game was bull. Um, every time the wampas would kill me. Um, let's Wamba. see. I had I had um, Crystal, I think, Pokemon.
0: Oh my gosh, he is like he is exactly like me.
1: Um, and me, <laughs> everything. Yeah, I started out with Game Boy Pocket, but I had red version instead of blue. I had um, Monster Hunter.
3: No, not Monster Hunter. Monster. Oh god. What is it? Um Dragon it was Warrior Monsters. Dragon That was it. Oh One my, of my god. Absolute that game. favorite games in the You're like movie. the only other person I've ever seen that has played that game. The oh, game was fantastic.
1: I, I love that game. I have the ROM um emulator on my Oh my god, you need to send me that. That's
3: fantastic.
1: Yeah. Can't but anyway, it. um
3: after I had um I had like a Game Boy Pocket for a long time and I shared it with my sister. Uh I never let no, her make a nice file of my Pokemon. Well, no, I never let her make a file of my Pokemon because you'd erase <laughs> my file, and that's not acceptable. But I let her play on my file from time to time, and she, yeah, she played other games. I think I can't remember which ones. But um, then my then um, my mom was always against consoles and computer gaming. Um, and then one day, my dad just walked in with the PS2, and that was <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> Um, she wouldn't talk to him for weeks, but, (laughs) um, I quickly got into, uh, console gaming with, um, Final Fantasy X, I had the, I got it basically near release with, um, Dark Cloud and Super Bomb Bad Racing, two of the best games of all time.
1: Dark
2: Cloud is the way to go. Oh my
3: god. Not Dark Cloud 2, Dark Cloud 2 was awful. I don't care what the people say. I've only ever played one. Yeah, one was great. Um, and then, let's see, I bought a PS3 when, uh, like, a year after it came out, but not before, like, not before the Slim version. Uh, And I, again, have lent that to my sister. I don't have it right now. So I have a PC, um, I've upgraded it, and it's, I play lots of, um, I don't know, I guess to lead into one of the other uh, questions about genre, um, I'll let you guys kind of phrase that however you like.
1: All right. Well, yeah, no, what what is your favorite genre? I know you do... Lots of, or when you whenever you and I play together, we play lots of MOBAs, um, and, well, MOBAs and RPGs mainly, but I know I've also watched you play some shooters and whatnot, so.
3: Yeah, um, when I had my PS3, I played quite a bit of, like, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1, which was, by the way, in my opinion at least, superior to all the um, ones that came afterwards. I can't stand any of the, like, the Black Ops now. They all are just kind of a little overblown, I think, but... So I've kind of gotten out of the uh, shooter genre a little bit. I haven't played them in years, probably. Um, but I, but I, I, really, I really have always loved real-time strategy games, and, and through that, gotten into MOBAs. So I picked up... Um, I've played Civ 2 since as long as I can remember. Wow. Um, yeah. That Civ was before two, I got into it, yeah. Yeah, I, I had a, a copy of it. I just like, found a copy in my house when I was like 13 or 14. I played that religiously. Um, and then when I got to high school, it turns out one of my good friends in high school really liked Civ Two as well. So he had he found a little patch that we could all play simultaneously. Nice. Uh, instead of like taking like eight years to play a game. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we loved that game. We got into Civ Five re- recently. I've been trying to set up a game, but it, you know everybody schedules are so busy. It's probably gonna have to wait till summer. Um, <laughs> and then I'll get to pop off once yeah. a week. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do.
0: It's too bad that Civilization Five doesn't have like an asynchronous multiplayer kind of thing. Like, you know, um, like like a play by email kind of, you know.
3: Oh, that'd be a little hard, yeah, with the new uh you know, all the new additions to it. Yeah. It'd be difficult. And it would take forever. Yeah, for sure. Um that's something you could really only do in Civ two. But um yeah, I've been playing a lot of RTS. Um I've I've played uh Company Heroes. And StarCraft, StarCraft 2, Company of Heroes 2. Um, oh, Age of Mythology, I can't forget that. That game was fantastic.
1: <laughs> <Cool> <laughs> One of my favorites
3: of all time. But I was always bad at it, so...
0: <laughs> Seems like every single LAN party that true. I go to, somebody brought brings a cracked version of Age of Mythology for everybody to just good run call. off of a thumb good drive. Good call, good <laughs>
3: call. I love it. I never had a Windows until, like, um, senior year of high school, so I, I was always playing on the Mac version, so I never played Titans.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, Titans is fun. Titans, Titans was really cool. My my buddy had it. Um, but, yeah. So what's your favorite game of all time? Oh, God. I've, I'm not prepared for this. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see we have difficult questions. These are difficult questions. At least this one is. Um, Favorite game of all time? I'm just going to go review what I have on my desktop here because I know <laughs> I would have something that could be... I mean, you, you really only have the last twenty years
0: to pick from, right?
3: Only. <laughs> um, I could say that if I was just going by like favorite game of all time,
0: hmm. or favorite series, I guess.
3: I really, really ended up loving uh, Final Fantasy X. That game was my bread and butter for so long. I ended up, you know, getting tons of hours of Blitzball in. Um, I don't know I if think, people. Some people really hated that, but I loved it. <laughs> I think Ryan's in love. Yeah,
0: <laughs> watch out. He might like try to figure out where you actually live and come oh and God. stalk you.
1: The the, that's the problem is, is, I know where he lives. Don't worry, I won't tell <laughs> don't him. Tell
3: him Ian. Don't tell him.
0: <laughs> or he'll he'll just make a website
3: for you with lots of hearts all over it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I loved
3: I loved Ten. Um, oh, Xenosaga would be another one of my favorite games of all time. That was another PS2 RPG. Quite loved that game, but its sequels
1: really crap. Hmm. I don't know if I've played that one. But maybe maybe you'll have to introduce it to me sometime.
3: I will. I have it on. Um, I have it on, on the disc, but the, the all the cutscenes are like. The audio is delayed by like a second. It's really oh. annoying. The oh. gameplay's fine, but I'll have to like bring up all the uh, cutscenes on YouTube to show you. Okay. And just skip them. Okay. But, um, yeah. I loved JRPGs a lot. JRPGs and RTSs were my like bread and butter.
1: Sweet. Then, sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum, what is the game that you hate the most?
3: Well, I. I can't I can't think of one right now that I absolutely despise but I I for the longest time I could not stand Halo and every one of its sequels for the longest time I've since kind of uh, mellowed on that but um I don't know all throughout high school I was like oh Halo I'll play but I'm not going to enjoy myself <laughs> Oh my god he's a hipster I I, yeah, I suppose, but <laughs> I just—I don't know. I couldn't—I—I I, I couldn't do it. I never—I never got into Xbox games, so I was always a little bit elitist with my PS3. I feel—I mm-hmm. feel bad now, but JRPGs. The time...
0: Well, they're not for everyone. <laughs> you know, I, I don't wear a played. fedora
3: and have like a handlebar mustache, so. What? You don't have a handlebar mustache? He but just said that. I do have um. Interestingly, I just watched a uh, a TV uh like a PBS special on YouTube called The Big Ideas series. Have you guys heard of that? No, but it makes me think of VeggieTales. <laughs> it's nothing like that, unfortunately. But it is like this guy who comments on like cultural trends. Uh, kind of like kind of like you guys do, but it's oh, like a, okay. a video as well. So he actually has a a show that talks about um hipsters. And I was like, "Wow, this is really interesting." Um it's all about um hip like the uh, nerds versus hipsters where ner- nerds are people that live the um live in the culture and hipsters are those who co-opt and adopt um cultural capital which is basically um objects and um ideals from these different cultures and subcultures into their dress and their life. So like if you live the culture you're a nerd and that's a good thing. Mhm. But if you're a hipster, then you're kind of co-opting other people's culture. And some people are, some people don't like that.
0: And it, so. it seems like a lot of people nowadays aren't really clear on the, the meaning of the word hipster. Like, it's kind of evolved to just be like anybody that I am annoyed with, the hipster.
3: Yeah. Anyone who's pretentious, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting uh, show and maybe something for you guys to check out. I will put that on my watch list.
0: Um. Oh, hey, that's the end of that section. Hey, okay. okay. Fantastic. Oh, no, he just went and got a fedora.
3: <laughs>
0: you would. <laughs> of course.
3: I have a fedora, but I don't wear it right now.
1: Yeah. Neither do I. All right, so should we go over some listener feedback?
0: Yes. The the many, many listeners, Andrew Bailey, <clears throat> who uh have given us lots and lots of feedback, like two things, um, so uh the ongoing conversation about Annabelle um being Father Gregory's uh rifle shock no she's a rifle. Um and uh, Andrew's like, I didn't know that, um, that that gun was named. And he says that, you know, it's not even mentioned in the game anywhere. And uh, that is correct, Andrew. It's not mentioned in the game. But the, uh, the resource file is named. And, you know, some people went rooting around in the files for the game and found it. And it's labeled as Annabelle. So Annabelle is uh, Father Gregory's rifle. And also Andrew Bailey says that uh that Herpiderp song was awesome, referring to the uh song that we listened to during the fringe last week. And uh Andrew, if you liked it, then you should go check out the nerdist.com uh because that's where it's from, and they have a great podcast that I enjoy a lot. Not that, you know, people should listen to that instead of us.
1: Never. I mean, they don't have real guests on their show, like me do,
0: <laughs> oh no, because like you know the person who's playing the uh the doctor's uh companion right now, she's not a legitimate guest and and uh nope. you know, um,
1: well, Doctor who isn't a legitimate show anymore I, I, t- t- s- screw you <laughs> you well, we let went over that last time you
0: let things ruin good things for you too much.
1: I just have certain emotional attachments to things.
0: Right. Man, I hope that uh, I never become, like, an emotional attachment thing for you, and then you just hate me because of something completely
1: unrelated. Mm, I don't think that would ever happen. Who knows? Well, if it's something that I do with you, then I'll enjoy still doing it with you. I'll be a little bit sad, but Doctor Who was something that I did only with Alicia
0: maybe you have a really bad experience listening to a podcast, and then you're like, podcasts. Podcasts are terrible, and Ian's terrible because he wants me to podcast.
1: Um, no.
0: Because that's what it seems like your logic is.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, The reason why, as I said, it was something that I did exclusively with her. That's why I'm not the biggest fan of it anymore. Yes, I do do podcasts exclusively with you, but Unless we break up, I won't ever hate podcasts. Ian, I'm done with
3: you. You jerk. I hate guild Wars now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so And Ryan's sad because Ryan <laughs> loves guild <Wars.
1: laughs> So there is some reasoning behind it, but it's you're the only one who I record a podcast with, so Yes. Podcasts are safe. So I don't think you and I have ever dated.
0: Ah, uh,
3: are
1: you kidding? We're partners in crime. That goes beyond romance.
3: <laughs> I wonder if you could still bounce me across the room. Quote, road. unquote, heterosexual life partners.
0: Hell yeah. That's a thing, right? Bert and Ernie, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is Got sort of hair. what we are. Yay! Oh, gonna... <laughs> well, no, no. We're, we're a bit more too much.
0: Got a gift for everything. I think he's... Okay. Of course he does.
1: Oh, golly. Where are you throwing it
0: up? He, it's, he, it's just going to be I on might. his screen.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All righty.
1: If you can find a post of that, we can put it in the show notes so that other people can find out what we're laughing
0: about. I'm sure I can figure
2: it out.
1: <laughs> all, all
0: right. All right. Headlines for the week. <laughs> so Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon is a standalone um, game so it doesn't require Far Cry 3 to play, and it's an adventure straight out of uh, the uh, '80s concept of what 2007 was going to look like. It comes out May 1st, and it has an awesome trailer. So we'll uh, we'll watch that in the little YouTube in like two seconds.
2: Peggy 18. Peggy 18. <laughs> Peggy 18.
0: Tyler, stop doing that. What are I'm you doing? I'm sorry. I just I don't know what's going on. Don't push
1: things. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touching. Sausage, pancakes, and cream.
2: Lots of it. Nouveau Palais, we're waiting for you. It is the near future. The apocalypse has had an apocalypse. A rogue cyborg army is reshaping the world into cyber hell. And only one thing can stop them. Let's show them how cyber commandos get it done. I'm forced motherfucker! I want them alive! From the toxic ashes of Vietnam War II, a new breed of renegade soldier is born. Part man, part machine. All-Cyber Commando. Sergeant Rex Colt is leading the battle between good and evil, as it's never been fought before. He's on a desperate mission to bring down a battalion of ruthless killer cyborgs and save the world. Lights out, Rex. Michael Bean is Sergeant Rex Power Code in this year's most thrilling, action-packed cyber adventure: Far Cry Three: Blood Dragon. Island and children, so separately.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know how they convinced Ubisoft to let them do this, but they did it. <laughs> and I think the, um, the best thing about it is that, uh, I mean, it seems like a mod, right? You know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a standalone game. It's using the same um, um, resources as the main game, but it's completely different, and it's super cheap.
1: Uh, how much is it? Fifteen bucks. What? It's not terrible. Yeah. Um. Um. Um.
0: Hell And if you pre-order it, you get the soundtrack.
1: Where do I pre-order something?
3: Uh, Steam. Where else? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of business uh, practice of just releasing a DLC for a standalone DLC, so you don't actually have to have the original game, reminds me of the um. Have you guys heard of Sniper Elite? Yeah. Yes. Well, have you guys heard of the uh, Sniper Elite Zombies um, standalone?
1: You showed it to me.
3: I did, didn't I? Um, Though we never yeah, got it's... to
1: see any exploding testicles.
3: That's true. That's unfortunate. You can uh, shish kebab, people, so <laughs> to speak. <laughs> I don't
0: want it. I'm never going to eat one again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have kill cams that show you exact like the bullet's trajectory and what it sort of explodes and goes where. There was one where they had, uh, or it is possible apparently to get a kill shot through the testicles and watch those explode.
3: I have done this only once. It was against another sniper. I felt <sighs> very bad for him, although he was already a he was already a zombie, so I didn't feel that bad. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was a um the Sniper Elite one was like a fifteen dollar uh, standalone game. All you do is um you don't need the real game to play it. Just kill zombies with your friends. It's pretty sweet. Awesome. And it's surprisingly, despite the, uh, the everybody doing everybody and their money, mother making a uh, zombies mode for their game, surprisingly head and shoulders above the rest. That's promising. Yeah.
1: So I might have to pick that one up too so that you and I can go and kill zombies together.
3: Absolutely. Alicia and I have it, and uh, my buddy Chris already has it, so we'd have a full group.
1: Yeah. All them zombies. will one die.
3: Though they spawn a lot more when you're with a group. It's kind of terrifying. There's just like, you know, 200 zombies lurching towards you and you have to kill all of them. Yeah. Do bullets penetrate? Sometimes, but not reliably. Sometimes, if, like if you shoot oh. them through the heart, yeah. I've, I've nailed like two or three in a row, but... <laughs> not through the head? Yeah, I, I did, did. And they, oh, and they come back if you don't headshot them. Sometimes. Double tap. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: you do. So, it's a good game. It's just <clears throat> hard.
1: <laughs> and that'll be fun, but oh, God. Yeah. But yes, I am pre I'm definitely gonna have to pre purchase that. That looks hilariously wonderful. It'll be a good summer adventure. Almost as good as our Runescape one is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I can't wait. Alright. The next box reveal event was supposed to happen in April, but it looks like it's been pushed back to May.
3: That might be because of the um the whole controversy over their always their online rumor. Yeah. I feel like that's part of it. I think I think this uh, story may have broken
0: before that fiasco happened, though. Oh, I'm I don't remember.
3: Hmm.
1: Wait, all online?
3: There was uh, a uh, yeah, they they. I think that's said later. That. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Cool. I'll wait then. Then so Tyler, the one after me, if you want to read that guy.
3: Oh, uh, the one after you, the next one. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Oh no, was in this one. Oh, the next, the Daisy one. Yeah. All right. Well, the Daisy standalone version is taking a while as to get to us, but in the meantime, you can play D- Daisy Origins. It implements a lot of the features that the community requested, such as mining, crafting, but not Minecrafting, and vehicles you can create. So check it out. You can actually create vehicles. That sounds pretty cool. Uh-huh. So,
1: huh. Speaking of standalones, <laughs>
3: that might actually be really fun. I, I didn't think that I would like Daisy just by itself, but man, I love survival stuff like um survival minecraft mm the beginning of that so much fun
0: a new batman game is coming out this fall arkham origins is set to come out october 25th on all four of the current platforms and oddly this time it's being developed not by rocksteady but by warner brothers games montreal have warner you ever heard of them before <laughs> um it, it's one of their in-house developers huh it's canada
1: but <laughs> <Well>, canada does some good stuff oh canada um, actually, and then the the villain for that one, the one that they showed, at least on Game Informer, is a guy by the name of Deathstroke, who, um, if you've ever seen Teen Titans, then you then you know him because Slade was his birth name and Slade he's the main bad guy in that whole series, but
0: Strokes can be deadly, yes.
1: <laughs> oh Well and I mean as as a Batman character, supposedly in the comics, he completely kicked Batman's ass. Then dropped a bookcase on him because um, so that that one will be fun. I, I still need to play through the other ones, but I really want to. All right. EA has been voted America's worst company for the second year in a row. As Control Alt humorously puts it, those guys will turn anything into a yearly franchise.
3: Yeah, we'll see if that happens again. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised based on their history and the non-apology that they gave.
1: Yeah, no, that that wasn't an apology at all. It was just saying you guys are stupid. Yeah. That's what they said. It's... <laughs> it's more of an, It's not our fault! Everybody just hates us!
0: there was a really weird echo
1: there.
0: I, I don't know what that happened. It's the resonance. The resident
1: cascade. <laughs> Cascada? Cause every time we touch, touch. I get a <laughs> And every okay, time we done. kiss, I swear. That I ca- that song
3: is, like, specifically only for my high school buddies and I when we go out drinking. That is, that is what we <laughs> sing in the car at, like, 50 decibels too loud for our own ears. One this- time
0: on a road trip, it was playing at a gas station, and me and another guy just started dancing to it. <laughs> complete stranger.
1: Wait, I thought that that was our song.
0: Hey, I can... I can I'm not exclusive. Yeah. I never promised to be exclusive.
1: You harlot! <laughs> you man whore!
0: Hey, man. I went you to the drag show me. last night. Anything could happen.
1: <laughs> hey, I went to the drag show. No, here. hate, no judge. Anyway, um, uh, but cheating on me, you jerk. I hate. I hate podcasts now. <laughs> 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 All right, Mr. Tyler.
3: Following an exploit that allowed users to download games for free, including Far Cry Three, Blood Dragon, UPlay's download service has been disabled. Huh? I wonder which code monkey got fired for that. Maybe but seriously, almost. though, <laughs> but seriously though, it's not that hard to download stuff. Stop freaking out, UPlay. Yeah, but when it hasn't even been like launched yet, that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> I, I suppose true,
0: because like those files shouldn't be available to anybody, and yet you know it happened. Yep. So Project Eternity has released a really cool video showing off their 2D rendering, and it is beautiful. So you should go check that out if you don't believe me.
3: What is Project Eternity? You're going to have to uh, explain something to me here. So Project
0: Eternity was a kick-started um, indie... Is it an
3: independent
0: game? Um, I don't an know. Indie must game. be. Yeah, And it's it's uh, kind of going back, hearkening to the, the um, isometric... Is that the right word? Oh, yeah, um,
3: isometric stuff, cool.
0: Yeah, 2D, um, you know, so you've got like a little party that's, uh, you know, that you control. And as they show in the video, literally everything in the game. <laughs> Uh, except for I think the waterfall in that scene is just a flat image, and the flat image changes itself depending on
3: you know the time of day, the wind, the water. It, it, it's crazy. That looks gorgeous for for an isometric game. I'm just checking out the YouTube video now. Oh yeah. And wow, yeah. anybody that's listening should just check this out immediately. This is great. Holy cow! Very
1: By nice. the way,
0: I totally lied, and uh, the Xbox being always online is not in the show notes. Oh.
3: Jerk. Well then, <laughs> I, guess, I suppose we could talk about that now real quick while we're in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty short. I mean, it's, it's just the – they. I, is this a rumor or is this actually been confirmed? Does anybody know? Absolutely nothing about the next Xbox has been confirmed. So definitely so, still a rumor then. Yep. But um, it, it, there have been rumors flying around on the internet and – because you've heard it on the internet, it must be true, of course. <laughs> totally. But um, – that the new Xbox will have kind of an always online feature in order to prevent people from pirating games, in order to prevent people from like hacking their consoles, etc. So w- people have been saying a lot on the internet that that is a suicidal move on the on the the part of Xbox. I mean, oh, it are, is. People are fed up enough with the subscription style of Xbox Live. I don't I don't see how. Um, adding a uh, subscription Xbox Live to an always online console will make people very happy because I mean, you, hey, I want to go play at my friend's house, and hey, he doesn't have internet right now, but he has a TV. Suddenly, I can't play my Xbox. Wait, yeah. people who have TVs
0: don't have internet? How's that possible? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was an Xbox employee, I mean, a Microsoft employee, <laughs> who, uh, you like know, in the Xbox. He went on, uh, Twitter and he was going, you know, I don't really see what the big deal is. You know, like, everybody has internet now. And if, you know, if you don't have internet, like, why, uh, you know, why would you even be buying, like, an Xbox? And yada, yada, yada. And, uh, he kind of had this back and forth with, uh, uh one of his friends who is a, an, uh, a games developer. And they said some he said some pretty terrible things, like uh he was comparing it to you know if I don't have electricity, I'm just gonna go buy a you know a vacuum cleaner and and clean my house with the vacuum cleaner <laughs> and he got fired
3: <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of what you get,
1: yep, but who got fired the Microsoft guy or the game developer the Microsoft guy oh boy, well, I guess if he was being that much of an asset he deserved it all right hardware of the future hybrid memory cube will replace the system memory that we know today hybrid memory cube module will deliver 15 times the performance of a DDR3 module and take up 90% less space and 70% less energy what makes hmc different is that the dram dies are stacked up on top of each other instead of side by side
3: i've heard about this although the hybrid memory cube sounds like something out of guild wars 2 a SURIN technology <laughs> so
1: so we are becoming a SURIN?
3: I'm okay with this. They're adorable
1: it's small. It's
3: small, you know, so and small. So are you. Oh, but that's really cool. I, I love, I love hearing about that kind of thing. And have you guys heard of the uh, the new quantum computer being developed by Lockheed Martin?
1: No, or
3: is it developed by Lockheed Martin or purchased by Lockheed Martin? One of the two. Um, but it's this. It's literally a quantum computer. Uh, it's processing things five thousand times faster than other supercomputers of the same era. So it's it's crazy, and they've just been, um apparently two modules have just been purchased by, I think they were purchased by Lockheed uh, to use in some sort of aerospace thing. I don't really know, but it's...
0: Weren't they having trouble getting uh quantum computers to do, like, more than a, a few atoms at a time? Um,
3: well, with this purchase, I believe that means they've got it all flattened out.
0: Well, I want one. Yeah, Give me one. Where can I get one? Sign me up. Ian, I can afford anything. I'm rich.
3: (laughs) Money to earn. Because you're a college
0: student. Yeah.
1: You're rich. Well, your college did pay you to go there last year.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see how long that
1: lasts. (laughs) All right. Oh, apparently... um, There you go. The Lockheed... uh, Let's see. It doesn't really quantum compute.
0: Does not compute. Commander, what do. Also, why is there a cat in a hamburger? Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's the internet. Of course there's a cat and a hamburger.
1: It's a little hairy for my tastes. <laughs> Eating dead pussy. Oh, oh, my.
0: trying not to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're what? mature.
1: Who says the Get one it? whose voice Sunday, is cracking? You
0: can't say stuff like that. Alright, so we have another video for y'all. Dishonored, the Knife of Dunwall DLC, comes out on Tuesday. I am super excited for it, personally. And Bethesda released a trailer that introduces us to Dodd. So here we go.
2: I'd killed nobles before. Why should For six months, the city writhed and changed. For six months, I tried to forget what I'd done to the Empress and her little girl. Whatever doom was coming, I deserved it. But not yet.
3: To the ground, one corner of the Empire will still know your story.
2: Dowd, the knife of Dunwall, killer of an empress.
0: One way to kill him.
1: It that is... looks very nice. Wait, can I not buy it
0: yet? No, it's not anywhere on the Steam store yet.
1: How much or, is this supposed or to it, cost? It
0: is, but it hasn't. It doesn't have a price yet, and you can't purchase it yet.
2: I want it.
3: Yeah, I know. I hear you.
1: Cause Dishonored is like my favorite, one of my favorite game series of all times. Like right before Ma- or right after Mass Effect.
0: Because it's a game series with one game. It will be. Oh, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Good, so, good. Played Bethesda.
1: Well, they weren't intending for it to be, but it had such good reception that they ended up, mm-hmm. that they decided to a sequel.
0: They the, are. They said that that's definitely a possibility.
1: Oh,
3: I'd like to see that. Uh, Dishonored had, had, had quickly became one of my favorite games, and one of the only ones that I've actually you know purchased recently.
1: Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna have to buy that on Tuesday, this is the second. I get the chance to. I'm, I'm guessing, jealous. I don't have
3: money. <laughs> I'm guessing it'll
0: be 10 or $15. It'll be worth it, it looks like. Oh, yeah. Because
1: Dishonored. And new sets of powers, new ability. New storyline. New storyline, new, story new equipment.
3: That sounds really great.
1: All right. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto games featured incredibly complete cities, including full-fledged radio stations. Those radio stations are now available in real life as Spotify and iTunes playlists.
3: <laughs> I can't believe it migrated all the way to iTunes. That's really funny. Holy crap! I always remembered, um, like, the SSX series having great, hilarious radio stations, but that's the uh, you know. snowboarding one, right? Yeah, I haven't played that for years, but <laughs> those were great. Hmm. It's tricky. It's tricky.
1: It's tricky. If only we had Oliver, he could. <laughs> he would have been singing already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Do you want to take the next one, Mr. Tyler?
3: Absolutely. Death Inc.'s Kickstarter campaign didn't reach its goal, but that hasn't stopped development. You can still get the game for $10, half the price it'll cost when it comes out, and you'll get instant access to the alpha. Now, that's really cool. Um, And I'm
0: really glad that it didn't die with the Kickstarter.
3: Yeah, I mean, I had no idea about this entire uh, game until very recently, um, but it looked really cool. Yeah,
0: it's like, it's really, it's cute, and it's an, a unique gameplay uh, take on the RTS. Yeah. Huh. And I just love, you know, the the concept of, all right, let's go infect everybody with the plague. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make them adorable by infecting them with the plague. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. So according to the readers of Time Magazine, Notch is the second most influential person in the world. The only person ahead of him is the Egyptian president, and I have no idea why he's ahead of Notch, because I don't know what he's done. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I don't really know what to say about that. But yeah, Notch is ahead of, you know, Obama, Psy, Kim Jong-un,
3: everybody. <laughs> why? I'm not sure. I mean... I and mean, he uh, released a cool game, and he's, you know, kind of released in a different way that than most games are released, So, I mean, that's cool and all, but why is he so influential according to time? Oh, he's influential because he influenced Ian into wearing that hat. Hey, that makes sense. What? Have you ever seen seen pictures of Notch? Yeah.
1: Oh, Oh. that's right. You told me that.
0: Oh, oh, Ian, you need to to pose as Notch and say some stuff and people will believe you. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we can do this. You'll just need to have a... Is he Swedish? A Swedish accent? Is he Swedish? I believe so. Or is he something else? Yeah, he's Swedish. It's not as if this
1: school is a Swedish school or anything.
0: I am the Swede who went up the hill and came down with all the strawberries. <laughs> leaving, of course, the inhabitants of the hill with no strawberries.
3: Work, 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 borg. Don't go to
1: strawberries. And I need to get this
0: guy to go up. But... Mm. Well, that's what Google effects is for. That works in real life, too, right? Totally. Yep. Can you imagine if you just had like an imaginary uh floating mustache and like if you'd like put your hand in front of your face, the mustache just stayed there? <laughs>
3: <laughs> VR technology, my friends. Yeah, Valve's on that. <laughs> <laughs> Google Glass, guys. Come on. Ooh, yes, I, I really can't want wait.
1: Google Glass, in no, all honesty.
3: <laughs> Spasm? Yeah.
1: Super hands for Google Glass.
3: It's going to be so much fun, but unfortunately, I, you know, can't get one quite yet. I just wish that I had a real phone
0: now, because, you know, using Google Glass with a regular old tablet that can only do Wi-Fi as well just doesn't make sense. Are you getting a Google Glass? No.
3: Ah, Okay. I actually know someone who got uh, into the uh, beta and has money to throw around, so I'm jealous. Take me to them! (laughs) 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 they're a little weird I'm not sure you'd want that (laughs)
1: and he isn't (laughs) maybe you'd get along swimmingly in a good way I'd love swimming oh my Pulse got founded up until the last day it seemed like it wouldn't make it but then somebody came along and pledged twenty thousand dollars which spurred a round of more pledging it got funded with about three hours to go
0: yeah so I'm like I was just sitting there uh, I think where was I Um, I must've been in the TV lounge and suddenly, you know, I get an email and I read it and and they're like, oh man, you know, we're, we're, we have like half a day to go. Thanks everybody. You know, we're only two thirds of the way there. It doesn't look like we're going to make it, but you know, you guys are awesome. We couldn't thank you enough. And then like an hour later, um, it was just something like, holy, we just got a super backer and they pledged $20,000. Everybody get on it now. And I was like, oh my God, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. And then it did. I haven't is- actually heard of this before.
2: So Pulse? what is Pulse?
0: So Pulse is uh a game where you play at, your character is blind and the entire world you can only see the parts of the world that have sound huh. happening in them. So it's like you're you're kind of using echolocation, um, and you find That's these right. little uh these little furry guys, um I forget what they're called, um, and and you throw them around the world and you know Make them bounce off of things, and whenever they bounce off of things, you can kind of see like that area of the wall or the floor or whatever. Mocos, um, mocos, yep. And finding gongs is really uh, good because gongs like light up a large area. And yeah, it's it's a really unique idea. That's pretty cool.
1: Sweet. Uh,
0: so I'm happy for them.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. All right. Do you want to take the final bit?
3: Sure. The website for XCOM, the shooter announced back in 2010 and set in the same universe as Enemy Unknown, has been taken offline, and two trailers on YouTube are now set as private. It appears that the game is going through rebranding and might resurface as The Bureau. I'm not sure how I feel about that. XCOM, like, I've never really played it, but I, I got it for free when I got Bioshock Infinite, so I guess I'll play Enemy Unknown and see how that is. I've heard it's good. Yep. It's, it's kind of sad that it doesn't have co-op uh, mode at all. Oh, Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, I feel like that would get a
0: lot more people into it. <laughs> accidentally get your uh, buddy's agents killed.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
3: So it Sorry. seems like I um, accidentally got your dudes killed. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Ian. Yeah. Ian. What? Ian. Sorry. Did you accidentally kill your friend's agents? Sorry. <laughs> Gorgeous. It's been a while <laughs> since
0: I've seen that video. I probably did it all wrong. Yeah. Yep. Mm mm-hmm. wow. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, since Ian and I have not been doing much of anything over the last week, uh, there aren't really any main topics. Um, You know, there haven't really been any uh, new releases recently for us to talk about. Um, But Tyler here has been playing some interesting games that haven't been released yet. He's been playing the betas of Company of Heroes 2 and War Thunder. So do you want to talk about those?
3: Sure. Um, I think I'll start off with War Thunder real quick and kind of transition into um, Company of Heroes too. But um, so War Thunder is a it's it's supposed to be a like a multi multi role um, um third person vehicle combat kind of thing. So it's supposed to have um the eras from like World War One to World War like end of like end of World War Two. Um, in terms of vehicles, and you and you can either drive a tank, or you can um, fly an airplane, or you can actually um, be the commander of a of a huge ship, like a battleship or something like that. Um, as of yet, since it's still in beta, they only have the airplanes. And I'll be honest, for the most part, aside from some, from some serious balancing issues that they need to take care of, it's been incredibly fun. It's a free to play game with microtransactions, which and as we all know, you know, can be kind of annoying depending on how pay to win it can be, but and how from, and how annoying they are about like going, hey, buy these things, hey, hey, buy these things. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, um, at least in the lower levels, you really are not even like it doesn't even matter to have the uh, premium stuff. Like you can buy a couple vehicles, a couple airplanes, but they're 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 just different. They're no better or worse than the planes of the same tier. Um, it's just kind of like, do you want a captured British plane as the Nazis? Okay, cool. There you go. Now you have a, an a big, huge British b- bomber with the Nazi logo on it. Coolio. Um, and that actually kind of ends up being useful when you have, um, faction specific battles where you're like, man, you need to take Germans into this battle. So, and if you want this kind of bomber, then it's kind oh, of actually yeah. handy to have a a British bomber because they have different kind of, um, strengths and weaknesses. Hmm. Um, I've been playing a lot of the Germans because they have the specific kind of airplane that has um, like huge tank main guns in the fuselage, which ends up being hilarious and way too much fun to play. Um, um, was that actually a thing in real life? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh my, hs one hundred twenty nine B. It has just the it has like a huge main cannon in the in the front of the plane, and it just it's meant to kill tanks. Mm-hmm. But I've found more success actually with things like that, killing other bombers because it just one shots them
1: yeah no i would have to take a look at it again, but there was a project that i did for i b history class which was looking at um i believe it was four main airplanes um one from each of the four main power four of the main powers in world war two um mm-hmm. so germany britain american and japanese um it was p fifty one uh the spitfire the Zero and – I think it might have been the Messerschmitt. Okay. But, yeah, that thing had a 30-mil cannon or something like that on it. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but, it, it, yeah, in real life, it could one or two-shot bombers. hmm
3: There was a um, – the one that I play quite a bit is the uh, is a, a variation of the Stuka airplane Stuka. with two 37-millimeter uh, anti-tank cannons on the wings it 's just incredibly silly. I just one shot whatever comes across my path it 's slow as hell but and it gets one shotted by pretty much everything else but <laughs> it's it 's very silly and i and I quite enjoy it um, but actually and and that was actually a real plane in World war two as well um, there was it it appeared in the Eastern front, which actually segues really nicely into Company of Heroes two, which ends up being um, it was a uh, it, it's a game set on the Eastern Front. Which is nice, because uh, not many are. Yeah, it's it's rare to see one on the Eastern Front. I think, like, uh, Call of Duty, which one had a uh, campaign? World at right. War
1: Rising, um, Rising Sun.
3: And there was Medal of Honor as well that did one on the Eastern Front, oh, but Medal it's not all
1: that common. Medal of Honor Rising Sun was Japan.
3: That's the one. I played that quite a bit um, yeah, but at my friends' house. Yeah, they, they had one saying, campaign would... on the Eastern Front. At that least. was the
1: Japanese, Yeah, yeah. Not, the, not the Russians. Yeah. But I know what you mean there was one with Russian Yeah, there was green. one at
3: least. Uh, I'm not sure which one it was. It's been a long time.
1: Did Europe I think European Assault had a good mix of both.
3: Okay. But uh yeah, it's The Company of Heroes 2 is a real-time strategy game set on the Eastern Front as a sequel to the um well, well-received and critically acclaimed um Company of Heroes 1. Um that it's game It's really unfortunate that like not many people have heard of it though. It's you'd be surprised like um it used to be huge when it came out. Uh, people really loved it. it. It got kind of attention on the StarCraft scale, but then it kind of fell off. People stopped playing it, and um, like when StarCraft Two came out, people kind of shifted over to that again. But um, yeah. hopefully with the addition of the sequel, people will come back to it, because it's quite good. Yeah. Um, one of the things that kind of sets it apart from other real-time strategy games, and, and you have, like, in, in, in regular real-time strategy games, like, say, for Age of Mythology and things like that, you have big units that can take a lot of damage, but it's not like they, um, they always take damage from everything, even the little tiny units, but it may not be much damage. But they do always take damage. In Company of Heroes 2, or in Company of Heroes 1, um, your, the tank armor and vehicle armor actually matters. Uh, for example, if, if, like, I'm getting attacked by a tiger, and on the Soviets, I have very, very few options to actually go through the frontal armor and do any damage at all. You actually have to be really creative in how you take down a tiger. Um, kind of cover. like the last scene of uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Like, I end up... Um, the only way I've found that to really effectively take care of tigers is to literally... There's an ability on your T-34 main tanks that you can just... You click it, and you they rev their engines and ram the enemy tank. <laughs> blowing both main guns out. They kind of just sit there looking at each other. Because neither of them can hurt each other anymore. And then you just swarm it with infantry. Yeah, basically. Infantry and AT guns and all that sort of thing. Toad stuff. It's, 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 it's pretty crazy. Um, you have let's see, you have, the cover actually matters in this game, where you have infantry, if they're running out in the open and you have an um, enemy machine gun on the other side, they're just going to get mowed down, they're going to die. But, um, if you put them behind cover, they'll survive for a lot longer.
0: I also like, uh, how, you know, even if they're getting shot at by a machine gun, a lot of times they'll just go prone, and, you know, they'll, they'll still be alive, but they're essentially useless because they've been pinned down.
3: Exactly. That's a really cool system as well. Um, and that's been present since Company of Heroes One. That's nothing new, but it's a very good system. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things they did add from the first game is they added um, new. Uh, it's an entirely new engine, actually. So it looks really pretty, and it um, it functions really well too. Um, but the new one of the new things they added to that system was the weather. There are actually like dynamic blizzards that blow through. Um, if you're in a uh, in a winter map, your crew, your your um, your infantry will actually start to freeze to death if they're not near bonfires or in a house. And, it, and that, that effect is amplified during a blizzard, and you can't see much during a blizzard at all. I thought that Russians had, like, antifreeze in their blood.
0: Well, <laughs> no, if they run out of vodka.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's quite good. The The blizzards are really entertaining. Snipers have, like, Cold War gear and or vodka so they actually can survive in um blizzards and such without being near a fire. So um is there any multiplayer in the beta right now? Yes, I've been um actually playing with um one of my friends who also had it. He conv- he convinced me to get it right now. Um <laughs> so um yeah, I've been playing it the, the matchmaking right now in the beta is not the greatest. Um it it does a decent job of putting you in the right kind of match, but it just takes a really long time, especially if you're Germans. Like if you want to play a game as Germans, be ready to wait five or ten minutes to get a match. If you're playing Soviets, count on like thirty seconds. Is that because lots of people want to play as the Germans? I I guess um, the matchmaking itself is kind of you know messed up at the same time, where huh. it just it takes. They 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 gave out twenty thousand beta keys in really? addition to the people that pre-ordered it. So there's definitely people online, and there's, just, we haven't, it, there's, there's definitely people to play with, but we haven't been matched with many people. Hmm. One of the things I'm looking forward to with the game, though, is um, two things. One is that they're, they have a small amount of variety in the kind of commanders you can choose, because a commander de- basically gives you the kind of abilities that you'll be using throughout the battle. Like, say, I want to call on a tiger tank. Well, I need to have a commander that lets me do that. Um, You you get access to all the basic stuff no matter what, but if you want something special, you've got to have the right commander. And they only have, like, what is it, 14 commanders? 7 for each side? 5? No, 5 for each side. There's only 10. Um, But there will be more undoubtedly during the uh, release because there's tons of spots for new ones. But I'd say the most exciting thing for the game is the modding. There have been multiple studios that do a lot of modding for the for Company of Heroes 1 that are just instantly like, all right, we're getting started on mods for Company of Heroes 2, get ready.
0: <laughs>
3: and I, I bought Company of Heroes 1 in the first place to play a mod. Well, that sounds like a good decision. Yeah, I mean, I I, I originally pirated it because, you know, I wanted to see how good the game was and I didn't, I didn't, at, the, at that point it was still like 40 bucks and I wasn't willing to, you know, shell out 40 bucks for a game that I don't think I'd play all that often. But mm-hmm. then... There is a um, a specific mod called Europe in Ruins, which um, kind of introduced persistence and no base building, which was really cool and something kind of new. Um, so, but it required me to actually get the game, so I did, and I got it for ten bucks. So, anyone who out there who is interested in, R- in uh, RTS gaming, I would consider at the very least picking up Company of Heroes one and checking out some of the modding uh, the mods for it, because they are very interesting. You might Especially really find some you it. enjoy.
0: Now that most people's uh, computers would be able to actually run Company of Heroes 1. Oh, for sure. No problem. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You'd think so.
0: Hey, I remember back when uh Company of Heroes was big and uh Theo's com- computer had trouble playing it. <laughs> and you know Theo's never, you know, spared any expense on uh computers. Oh, Theo. So yeah, that's, uh definitely keep our eyes on that one. Mm-hmm. it's 60 bucks. Um I probably won't be getting it at launch cuz I yeah, don't play absolutely. many RTSs, but uh, yeah. So uh as we said uh, earlier in the show, I think uh dishonored knife of Dunwell is coming out this Tuesday. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the only thing that I really have on the calendar for coming up soon. Um Oh yeah, the Old Republic's got the their new um Rise of the Hut Cartel thing, whatever that means. I need to get back into that game at some point. And you need to come with me.
1: Which one? You said? You know? The Republic. Yeah. Maybe. It's not our fault! Yeah, I know. Oh. Everybody That's just paid fast. <laughs> 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 Guild Wars. Maybe. We'll see. We will. After our game. After our escape <laughs> adventure.
0: So, that was a fun show. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Glad buddy. I was able to be a part of it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.